we group together Tosis and the Rabbeinu against Shitas Rashi. But I pointed out that they're not they're not technically identical. Within the world of Tosis, one could have argued that all Tosis is doing with Dibuk is telling you the case of what Chavitza is. But he didn't necessarily say that that was essential. However, that seems to be not okay. Uh, it, it, we're not able to say that within Rabbi Yoyna. And that's exactly what Rabbi Yashiv points out. He says, from the fact that the Gemara compares Valatanya Lokamikulam to the case of Chavitza, which I asked, is problematic within the world of Shari Shonim Chutzmi Rashi. So says Rabbi Yashiv, perhaps in the world of Taisus, the entire sugi is just about Kazayas versus lack of Kazayas. And I, Taisus, said that Chavitza happened to be a case of a D-book. So that's where we suggested that perhaps he's just telling us what a Chavitza is. The problem is, and like Rabbi Yashiv himself points out, when he's analyzing the Rabbi Yoyna, Rabbi Yashiv says you can't say that, like we pointed out yesterday in Shir. Because the Rabbi Yoyna is now creating three categories, La'alacha, which is the Psaq of Shulchan Aruch. And Lididon, the way we paskin, now we can't just say Chavitza happened to be a case of Dibuk. That seems to be necessary because there are going to be practical implications of Dibuk versus not Dibuk in terms of whether or not, whether or not, Suras Hapas will help me. Whether or not, Suras Hapas will help me, right? So how do you explain that? So Rabbi Yashiv suggested that perhaps that itself changed in the Gemara. When the Gemara asked Valatanya Lokamikulan, in that stage of the Gemara, perhaps the Gemara was just analyzing from a perspective of Kazais versus lack of Kazais. And I didn't look it up inside, but in the footnotes of the Rabbi Yashiv, they said that the Bir Agra also asked this kasha and says this chat. Then when the Gemara introduces Teresa Denama, he suggested that's where the Gemara said there was another element and a third category. And that's where Rabbi Niyoyna is developing that there are three different stages, crumbs of bread versus Bishol versus Chavitza, which is D-book related, which could also have Teresa Denama. Yeah, Jonah. So why wouldn't that make sense for Rashi? So then why does it matter like, what change changes at the end? I don't understand. So clarify what you're saying. Well, what do you mean? Tosas asks on Rashi, he's inconsistent with, 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 with his priest right. as well. Right. So Rabbi Yashiv says in the same piece that perhaps Rashi also, I didn't want to say this, but you made me, perhaps Rashi also thinks Bishal is not essential. He was just telling us what the case of Chavitza was. And according to Rashi also, it's all just Kazais versus not Kazais, and that's the Kasha of the Bryce. Right. Tosos learned in Rashi that Bishal was essential. Exactly. That's exactly what Rabbi Yashua says. And by the way, through this shot, I think this might actually be what Rashi is understanding also, and that's the flow of the Gemara. Again, it's difficult both in Tosos and in Rashi, but it is an option. It's just a little Iker Chosr Menasef. I agree. However, I was very excited yesterday when I found that the Briskarov in Menachis, which is an exactly parallel Gemara to our Gemara, 
Briskarav and Menachis, Gufa himself asks his kasha. He says, Toysus is sitting here attacking Rashi, but even Toysus and the Rabbeinu Yonah himself, L'chayra, the Gemara, makes no sense because the Gemara is comparing a case where you have pieces of bread that are not kezayis, and the Gemara is comparing that to the case of Chavitza, where L'chayra, the comparison is flawed because Chavitza has some sort of paste that's changing the item. So on that, the Briskarov, in his stencils, and in, in the notes from his shiurim, in Mesech's Menachis, the last shtickle in the seventh parak of Menachis, the Briskarov learned the Gemara like this. He said, Mikoyach Kasha, you have to suggest that the Gemara assumed to compare two situations where one would have argued that you lost the shame pass, or you don't have the shame pass. What are two ways that you don't have the shame pass? I could either originally have been pass, but I went through a maise shinoi, namely a paste, and that now made me lose the shame pass. And that's where Rav Yosef and Rav Sheshis argue whether or not I need a kazayas or I don't need a kazayas, the sugiv chabitza. But if I need a kazayas there, then the same thing should be true when I'm lacking a shame pass for an entire different reason. What's the entire different reason? I never had a shame pass because I was never a davar choshev. Why, why did you never have a shame pass? Because I was always this little piece of bread-like item that was never a kazais. Luck at me kulan. I'm a little piece of bread that never had its chashivas and in order to have a shame pass, I need to be a kazais. So on that, the Gemara says, but if the Gemara is telling me that I make amotzi on a piece like that. So apparently, even these weaker forms of pas are also hamotzi. So in Cain, the Gemara is saying, you should also be able to recite hamotzi on an item which was more than a kazayis, but now went through that shinui. So why shouldn't that impact Rav Yosef Shita? And the Fracta Gemara on Abaya Kasha, from there that you see you do not need Kazayas in order to recite Amotzi. That's the way the Briskarov reads the Gemara Lafi, Rabbeinu Yoyna Udi Ime. And all those that are learning Rabbeinu possibly Taisus. The Briskarov is learning that their Yisoyed of the Gemara was do you need to be a Kazayas in an inferior pass? Why are you inferior? For two distinct reasons. Namely one, I could have came from an original bread and be a kazayis, but I went through a transformation. Or I never actually reached the chashev level of past. I never became a kazayis. If those two things you do not need a kazayis for, so then the other thing you also should not need a kazayis for. And we should say, inferior bread is amaitzi. That's what the briskarov learns. On that, the Gemara answers, no, what are you comparing apples oranges to? Don't you see that a, that a bread-like food that never became kazayis still is, we recite for it, amaitzi. And that should now affect my chavitza, that it doesn't have to be a kazayis. On that, the Gemara says, no shaykhis. Why no shaykhis, Chavra? 
Because which according to the Briskarov means it already had a shame pass. You thought you had a good riot to compare it to Chavitza. Why? Because what? This was a lonely piece of bread that was never a Kazayis. So it's inferior. Pass. And therefore I should compare it to other inferior pass that went through a transformation of a Shinoi with Devek. Comes along the Gemara and says, you got your facts wrong. It's just not true. That Keziah Shalakad Mikulon, you think that that never, that was little pieces that were baked in the oven? That's not true. They were little pieces that were cut off of a Lechem Godol. If that's the case, Rabbi Sai, there's a totally different reason why I'm making Amoitzi on those pieces. Zokta Briskarov. Not like Rashi. That I have to see the big piece and relate the two together. Zokta Briskarov, the Gemara is saying in Lamdis, Bobmi Lechem Godo already had a shame pass. So it's not inferior bread that never came to the level of Kazayas. All I have to say over there is that it retains its original status. Since it came from a Lechem Godel. That's not comparable to Chavitza. Chavitza is a Shinoi. That's a real inferior bread. That's not going to help us. That's the way the Briskarov learned our Gemara. And it, again, because even according to Rabbeinian, even according to Taisis, the Gemara is not so smooth. We do not hold like Rashi. We hold like the Rabbeinu Yoyim. Good. What does that mean? That means there are three different categories. In Sif, Yud, the Shulchan Aruch introduces to us this concept of Chavitza, which talks about bread that was deformed. When do I retain my Birkas HaMoytzi? When do I not retain my Birkas HaMoytzi? If you went through Bishel, that's the Gemara Lama Zayin and Aleph. So if you don't have a Kazayas, end of story. We pointed out yesterday that Tosis suggested Lefi Rashi that Tigun and Bishel is interchangeable, which might have implications elsewhere in Shas, Rabbi Isai, namely, Basar V'cholov, Tosis Sanhedrin, Dabdalad and Abbez, Ayin Sham, when you guys learn Basar V'cholov, don't forget that. Came up in Basar V'cholov, those of you who were here for Chulun. No one was here for Chulun. David Rubin. Ah. Uh, also regarding Rabosa, I brought up how you need to kosher Tigun. Do we look at Tigun as Bishl or not? You know the two ways, the two main ways to kasher, Rabbi say is libun srefa versus hagala. So hagala is through a liquid medium. That means I view this as if the blia was with a liquid medium. So how do you look at frying? Is it? Mm, is it? Mm, mm, I don't know. Good kasher. That's a fundamental kasher. So Taisus needs to suggest with Rashi that tigun and bishul are interchangeable. And we're adding on that there was tigun over here to the mincha, which is a new kim to lufi Rashi. What does Taisus hold of about? What does Rabbi hold about Tigan? That's an open question. 
It's not from the Shabura, according from the Magen Avram, I believe. I don't know what to tell you. It's not clear. La Lacha. So therefore, says the Mishabura, what happens in the following case? You fried some bread and you have less than a kezayis, but you have Torah Lechem. Huh? Says Mishabura, find other bread. Have a bakr sandwich. Why? Again, because if it's Bishol, then what? Pashit. Mazonis. If it's not Bishol, so then it's Pashit, it's Hamites. Lafi Rashi, Tigan is Bishol. Lafi Tais is I don't know. It's a Shiloh. So it's just like a Shiloh in Basra Chalab. Just like a Shiloh in Hagola and Libun. Shmak. Hilchus Brochus connects to the rest of Shas. That's something you can't find on the basketball court. Vaitim, <laughs> You're handling how you make tea on shops. So I'm not going to put, I'm very strong, I'm not going to heat up my water, my bottle, on, on the fire on shops. That's straight up dish. Good, tzaddik, amazing. Take it off the fire. Take it off the fire. Now there's no flame, there's no ish, it's not. So what are you going to do? You're going to take your tea leaves. I'm going to pour it on from a yatso lettuce Yatso lettuce bowl or pot that was sitting on the fire, and now it's going to cook up the tea leaves. Is that do I get skewer? Do I get stoned or not? Let's talk, let's, have a, let's talk straight. Let's not make this nice. Like, oh, you'll be fine. Get stoned or not? Huh? So, oh, so this is a very, very fascinating. This is a very fascinating sugya. <laughs> this is the sugya Tesis and Shabbos on Daf Mem. On Daf Lama Tesum quotes three sheets of the Rishayinim about whether or not a fundamental Shiloh Hebra. How do I view cooking? Does what cooks what? Ever ask yourself the Shiloh? What's cooking what? Is the thing on the bottom? Let's, let's say you have a cold item and you have a hot item. So when, when can I transfer and, and be considered like I... I cook the other item. Does the hot item have to be on the bottom? Does the hot item have to be on the top? This is a machlekes Rabin Shmuel Megamar. Ilah govar otato govar. Which? What is the way to transmit heat? The top or the bottom? Okay. That's a machlekes in the Gemara, and it's a machlekes we showed him how to pass it. So now, if I hold the top item in general, let's say I have a right, take a piece of cheese. Okay? Gemara talks about this in Chulam, okay? You have a burning hot hamburger. You take it straight off the grill, okay? Burning hot hamburger. Yad lettuce. Ooh, soothing. And then comes my little brother, right? He still, he still didn't go to Israel for the year, and he take, and he slaps a piece of cheese on top. Okay? Shmak. Okay? So now, is that Basar Chal Daraisa? I don't know. That might be telling on places it's on Hedge How do you hold of non-visual things? Sleep, right? Doesn't matter. How do you hold a non-bishop? There's no liquid medium here. So is that considered bishop of Chalov? Not Kamina, if I can give this, not only he made the axe, right? Can I give this to my, can I give this to my cleaning lady? Why wouldn't I be able to give this to my cleaning lady? Whatever this came up in? What? What's this? I don't know. Why do we talk about this? Because she says, 
Thank you. Why did we talk about this? Oh, Orla. Shmuck, unbelievable. So that might be a Shiloh, but that also connects to the Shiloh and Tosis on Edge Dalit. Don't forget that Tosis, Chevra. No Bishel, there's no liquid medium. Is that Basar Chalav or not? There's a Shiloh, Machlik is a Poiskim, Pisli Chuva in your day, a Simon Pezayan. Open it up. Try me. Test me, Chevra. This is there. Gilya Marishah. All the nice Kalim and Shakar. They handle the Shiloh. Shmak Shilohs. Right? Amazing. What? Yeah, it's three, it's Tigo, whatever, but that's a Shiloh. What a, we don't have Bishel. Do we need Bishel for Basel Vachal? That's fundamental Shiloh. We see Rabbi Shmuel over <clears throat> So now, oh, oh. So now, Rabbi, back to Rabbi Shmuel. Thank you. So back to Rabbi Shmuel. So, Rab will say, right? I don't remember who said what. Rab says, Elog Gover, I think. Okay? So that means the cheese is cold, the Basel is hot, right? Is there Bishel over here? No. Well, yeah, it's all, that's, where the, that's where it is. Gemara Psalchim, exactly. Good. See that? You get the haircut? See that? Like <laughs> 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 <Hi, bro. laughs> And Shmuel And Shmuel And Shmuel holds that Shmuel holds that that would be Bishel. Right? Good. So now, how do we pass the halacha? So I told you yesterday, Chavra, we have a combination. We don't take either side. We say, the top off. So now you're pouring. So now just transfer. Instead of having the case of the hamburger and the cheese, Chavra, I'm telling you right now, what I'm telling you right now is going to help you for kashras in general, Chavra. Pay attention. I feel bad. If you're not here, you're not here. But like, you need this, Okay. Now, you're transferring from Eloi Gover to Tal Gover, the meat and the cheese. That's the case in the Gemara Psal. Good. Now I go to my Shabbos kitchen. That's the name of the book, right? Shabbos kitchen, right? And I'm not handling cheese and hamburgers. Now I'm post-Israel. Now I'm handling tea leaves and water. Okay? But I haven't gotten to actually spend the time to try to actually keep Shabbos, right? Like the Mishabur says... In the Akdam of Chela Gimel, anyone who hasn't learned the Sefer never kept Shabbos in his life. Promise you. Um, <laughs> you learn the Sefer, you realize it's just like, yeah. Um, so now, take that Machlekes and apply it over here. I'm pouring tea leaves, I'm pouring water, hot water. This was cooked on the fire, Kli Rishon, and I'm pouring it onto the tea leaves that are raw. So if I hold Tata Gavar, so the heat is on the top. If I hold Ilah Gavar, so that's straight up Bishel. So we don't know who, we have a Tzir Vashita, Taisus and Shabbos on the Tesmaviz, that we, have a, we, we combine it, we say it's Mavashel, anyone remember what I said yesterday? Kedei Klipo. Nachkamino Rabbi Yisai. If let's say you have something that won't get cooked, like a plastic bottle, a baby bottle, so it doesn't get cooked. So then, some vashel the item. So then it might be mutter. Wow, that's a good cooler, Chavra. Some things are mutter, Chavra. Some things are mutter. Comes along the Mishnah Bura, and he says, "Wait a second. What happens if you're not throwing the piece of bread onto the pan? But now, and you're not involved in tikkun or bishul. But what are you doing? The recipe calls for what?" Pouring onto the bread, right? Pouring this liquid onto the bread. Is that 
Bishol or is that not Bishol? How do we view Yerikli Rishon? Says Rishvura. That's also unclear how that will affect our sugya. Because let's say you have only a Bishol that affects Kadei Klippa. So is that enough of a Bishol to now say that if you don't have a Kazayis, you don't make a Hamoytzi? Or do you say, no, it's not a full Bishol. Once you say it's not a full Bishol, so then what? It gets into the Shita of Devek. It's a non-Bishol situation. That was changed. That was the Shtanet. So then Mimela, what's going to save me? As long as it looks a little bit like pass, even if it doesn't have a Gezayis, I make a Hamaytzi. Says Mishwara, stay away from it. I don't know how to deal with that. That's not a category in our Gemara. That's you have to be a Mashman. Does it matter what item you're pouring on? Or like, what is it chilling? Or does it just matter if it's hot? And it could be Mavasha. What we're pouring on bread. Right. The whole sugi is talking about bread. Right, but I'm saying, I'm saying, what if you pour something on bread that's hot? It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily for cooking. It's for a different purpose. No, yeah, same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. I don't care what your intentions are. How do we pass in the Vashon with the people? By Shabbos, you mean? Or you, you're asking how it's brought? So, in general, we pass in Tata Gavar. That for, for fully cooking, but we still hold law helps for Kadei Klippa. So now that's when Mishwur comes and opens Brooks and he's like, I don't know, is that visual? Is that not visual? Well, what's going to be with Artsunya? We have three categories. Rabbi Yonah told us, not visual, visual. I don't know. This is somewhere in the middle. Just like I don't know what to do with Tigun. Shmak. Wash something else. The peel, the external surface. It only is Mavashal a little bit. Chevre, this is the Mishaburah's on our sugya, Chevre. Kishmak, Kishmak, Kishmak. So that could be our aloha. What happens in the following situation? It's Kazayas after you cook. But then the recipe calls for me to break it up into a part into smaller than Kazayas. When do I call the shot and the conclusion of our sugya? Sugya says if you're mavashel, that it has to be a kizayis. Teresa Dinamo is not going to help. Not going to matter. Comes along the bir alacha, quoting from the prima gadam What happens if after the bishul I took it off the fire, it still was a kizayis? But then I cut it into smaller pieces of kazais, b'shas it's not going to be a kazais. Do we decide the determining factor of kazais at the time of the completion process, the shinoi process? Which I would have thought. Or do you look at it at the way it's eaten, the way it's served? That's the Shiloh that the Bir Allah raised. I don't remember if he has a conclusion. One second. Talk to Bir Allah, nearly da'kilu and limat sham. No, that's the wrong one. I'm a shvur. I'm a bringer of shem. Stop it. In achar bishul hoya kazayis va'achikach perula pirurin tanim. In name of kaven shahoya beis bishul kazayis sulo nifka vinay sheim lech ma'idei mashem mitu lepachim mikazayis. Wasn't they recooked it after? Nope. Cut it up into small pieces. Fork and knife. Fork and knife. Yeah. So you have to eat it. What? Use a fork and knife. What? Yeah. If you slice it in, in, in all the pieces into less than a kazaya, say an epanon. The cypher said that it's just 
He leaves it off as a suffix. What? The stipler says if it has shame pass, breaking it up doesn't take the shame pass away from it. The stipler of Benyona says that. I'm not saying that. Briskarov. Briskarov, yeah. Yeah. If you have shame pass already, and then you break it up. Yeah, it doesn't take that shame pass away. No, but that's a case of a non-sheener. Here we're talking about you were Mavashal. But we established that it's a No, you were Nishtanah. That's Shulchan Aruch. So it's not possible. Shulchan Aruch Paskins, right? Chavitza. If you, not Chavitza, sorry. Shulchan Aruch Paskins. If you cook bread, if you don't have a kazais, there's nothing to talk about. Now this child of the Prima God raises is what happens if I, after the cooking I had a kazais, but now I changed it to be pieces that were less than a kazais. If you were still going to make a after the bishul, and it's still hot. No? Unless, yeah, unless you unless you say it depends on when I eat it. When is the kazai? I'm asking, when is the kazai is necessary? But when when I eat it or when I cooked it? And there's no way it can be when you eat it, because then if you have French toast and you cut it with a fork and knife, then each bite is resumed. Why is that no way? Why does it make any sense? Well, According to this prima garden, even if you cut it into slower pieces, so unless you could bite the full kizayas in one shot, does a bite count as cutting it off? No. So that's what Fleischman raised. So now he's saying you're eating it. I don't think that helps kizayas for that to those crusts. So we're looking at the pieces. Yeah, exactly. So you're saying according to this side of the prima garden, you would never have a case of. Effectively, you would never have a case if you're eating like a normal human being. If, it, if you never make a on, on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Also, doesn't the show you're entire. No, 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 you I make a mochi. Kazai is not huge. That's yeah. no, I'm Unless you have a okay. Okay. golf ball. But that's not, you don't need kazai. You don't need kazai. The size of a golf ball. No, it's a piece needs to be kazai. The kazai is No, the bread is not good. Well, that is what we're saying. The bread is not good. That's the case. No, but you're saying on Friday night. It's Oh, oh, oh. You're doing that. Oh, oh. Yeah. So if you're talking about a quarter, Fedro. No, no, no. I think a quarter. Stack. I don't know. But you're but you're making a good point. If you hold like this, you've got to bring it up. Oh, that's what Chazan said. If you say that you could change it by the time that you piece it up and you cut it, in Cain, Lomish Kachs, Lodrik Zamotzi, Elokus, Lois, Kazayas, Shalom, and Alechem. Can't be. Can't Sorry about that. Okay? But that is an interesting. According to Prima Godin, you guys are right. Then, effectively, that would mamish make all French toast. And I think the Minigar Oil and Rabbi Sabbat French toast is that you're going to make Hamotzi. But why? Remember why, Hebra? Only because you're making the pieces. Large. You have slices there that are large, the leftover challah from Shabbos. But matzabrai, matzabrai is tiny. Sure. I for sure have. 
Orange is good, bro. Yeah, matzah bride. Matzah bride is matzah pieces. They're small pieces. And what are you doing, Kaibra? How do you make matzah bride? Look it up. Not time. What's what? How do you make matzah bride? Right? You, you dip it in egg. So you're doing bishul. So you're doing bishul. So you're doing bishul. So I think there are different ways to make matzah. What do you do? How do you do? I take the matzah, I soak it in water, then I whoa. with oil. Whoa! No one just brought up another issue. What happens if you soak the bread in water? That's coming. Where do I go from there, Fedra? That or many other things you mentioned. What? Soaking bread in water. Soaked bread in water. That comes from the premise. Shokanara saved. Save your alan. Shokanara save your alan. The shabura. Doctor Shabura. Doctor Shabura. This is what they said on the alan. Good. You put bread into water, and you soaked it enough that the water turned white. Meaning, the Mishra points out, if you're just talking it, if you're soaking it for a second, we're not entering the shot. But you affected it and soaked it for a while, then that's an example of what? Ozole Turiso. It doesn't have Torah Lechem anymore. But that's not the case of Noah. Because I don't think you're soaking it long enough. What? Does the water change colors? Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So then it'll be our, if you make matzo bread like that, you already lost. You already lost the Amaitzi. What? No, it's another way for you to. What? This is just losing the chain bread. This has nothing to do with cooking. If I would take a soaked bread. No. No, the Shukarach is successful from Summer Shrine. That if I don't even cook it, I can lose. Lose my shame past. Just for sure. Bishop, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Stop being my design. Sorry. You're right. Because then you don't need Torah left. Everything we just said is about, about right, which was the case of Matzah, right? Smaller pieces. Only if you have less than exact. Meaning, the, the Rishayim are saying you can also lose the Torah Lechem with less than, in a case of less than Gzayis, where you need Torah Lechem, not only through Bishol. You don't have this. Just soaking. Soaking less than a Kazayas loses Torah Lechem. That's what their Shokhar quotes. 
Good. No. Oh, yeah. So matzah bride depends. That's exactly what we got on Noah says he doesn't put it in an egg. He's not sitting in it like you're in. You soak it, and then you put it on a frying pan. With eggs, not eggs after. So is it in a liquid medium? So it's what? So it's cooking with eggs. It wasn't making it. So it's soaked anyway. So then you lost it. You lost it anyway. So it's a mosaic. Because it's soaked. Until the water becomes white. That Mishru says not not right away. So, the question is, the question is, the question then it doesn't count. What does it say? Why? Oh, no, sorry. Yes, oh, no, so he's talking, he must be talking, sorry. He's talking about a situation where... No, so he has to be talking about you didn't go through a cooking process. Chevra, the matzah right, the matzah right, that sack of the chazanish. You're right, that, that, I, I realized this years ago. Depending on how you make your matzah right, we'll be whether or not that sack of the No, no. It makes a difference whether or not you cook. How do you make your matzah right? If you're just frying matzah, so then you're right. Unless you, your your place should get to even the fish. If you're if you're soaking, if you're if you're if you're sitting in a liquid medium, which is which with eggs, so then so then. If you don't have, then, then the chazanish is right. And if you don't, if you don't have, then even if you do have three zanama, if it's smaller pieces, it's so I think they're all assuming the process is not with liquid. Which I think is the normal way. If it's in the frying pan with the eggs, that's considered vicious. I think so. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much eggs there are. Oh, it has to be sitting in liquid. I don't know how to make matzah rice. Most people make matzah rice with eggs. I don't know. Kevin, what's the normal way to make matzah rice? No, no, no. Is, you're opening up the eggs and it's sitting in eggs, right? Yeah. 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 Like I, I so it's cooking in liquid. Yeah. So then, why, then but if that's the case, then Suresapas should have But that liquid soon changes into not. Like the eggs is the liquid. Does that matter that the liquid changes form? Does the bread, does the matzah sit in the. You're saying, yeah. ah. Also, I don't know if that changes. When the matzah is placed in, is there a liquid, is there is the eggs liquid form gone? 
No, it goes with the liquid forms. So it's cooking with the liquid medium. So why should surahs hafas matter? Yeah, but obviously the obviously the chazanish was talking about a way of making matzah bread. Right, right. What are you doing? Is there a way to make matzah bread that you put the matzah and then? In and you fry the matz. You, yes. you just put it no. straight up on the frying pan that without a liquid medium, and then you add the eggs it's afterwards. It sounds disgusting. What? That would be visual. They're ruining the recipe. It's not sure. No, vast of recipe. It's not mavushal, and then in that case, there's no left. No, it's not mavushal. Is it the what? No, no, Yeah, that's what you do. That's what they're saying you do. You put it in eggs. Why is that cooked? So then it's not water. It's not water. Then you see matzah the water. Why do you need water if the eggs are liquid? So you're soaking through sifted olive. You're letting it soak for a while. No, that's different. Oh, he's cooking it in a klirisho. So I'm asking, why why isn't the egg considered the cooking process? No, you have you crack an egg. It's a liquid. It's a liquid. You could drink that if you would want. Rocky drank it. Yeah, that's. But right now it's cooking in a liquid medium. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I. I think that they might have made their matzah bride by just putting the the matzah. On to the frying pan. What? The liquid becomes cooked. When you put the matzo, when you put it in the eggs, the eggs on the pan, it's not really liquid. The eggs are eggs. Eventually, why? Because cook something in water versus cook something in eggs, and you see that the result is very different. The egg broth is not is not hot yet. Have you ever taken a bite of a coconut macaroon? What? Oh, I love those. <laughs> Why are you talking about this? <laughs> okay, let's skip this background. Shared recipes. <laughs> matzah bread is typically made from matzah that was broken into pieces that are less than a kazayas. The fact that they are reformed into a kazayas is irrelevant. The halacha is as follows. If the pieces of matzah were boiled in water or submerged into a klirishon, or the matzah is no longer nikr, e.g. fried in oil with eggs, one recites bezonas or alamechia. If, however, the matzah meal was not boiled and the matzah meal was only pan-fried with no oil or butter and the matzah is still nikr, one recites hamotzi slash birkas hamozah. 
They are absolutely ignoring the eggs. The egg is not being considered a liquid medium for the cooking process. It's cold. No, no, me. When you first drop it in, I I'm viewing like this. Maybe I don't know how to make matzo bread. I crack an egg. I put it on a frying pan, and, you put and then I put pieces of matzo in there. No, so only, only way. Way. There's a difference between cooking the water and cooking the egg. I have a way in which the eggs are cooked. The eggs are already solid. When I put, when I have oil, no, no, yeah. oh. That's so that's it. Blue steam, is that true? The point that the egg that the that the that the matzo begins to start getting heated up, the eggs are already solid. That's it. So that's it. So then it's just a Shiloh Tiga. Exactly. So matzo bright classically, unless you stick it into a clearition like you were saying from Shomel Zalman, is not considered being this basho. In the egg. Why is it considered What? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? You spray. There's not oil on the pan. Is that what we're talking about? It's not like it's not like submerging oil. You just yeah. That's exactly what you're gonna Again, chevra. Deep fried oil for Shabbos and for all halachas is bishul. I don't care that it's oil. I care if there's a liquid medium or not. So therefore, if I have a ton of oil, right? If I have schnitzel. That's sitting inside of a ton of oil, right? That's the special, even though it's oil, right? Clevera, that's why when it comes to the croutons that you guys love, that are so fattening, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, ones? the yellow ones? There's no shyla of cooking after baking or cooking after tzli or tigun because those things are deep fried like you never believe it. So those things are just ain bishal acha bishal. So it's totally fine. There's never an issue. You could put those croutons, you could put those croutons into your soup pot. Clear shown. Because you can't recook it. The reason is, the Shmirshatsko Chasa points this out. The reason is because that's cooked. And we pass in the imbishal achabishal. No, 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 no. I'm talking about helping Shabbos right now. I, you're, you're getting stoned for less than a gazai. Actually, that's not true. So, Rebbe, matzah. What? Because it doesn't matter. It's one, an item is cooked, it's cooked. Rebbe, matzah. It's, it's, tra- it's, it's, it's transformed. The same reason that if I take a piece of challah and I change it to pieces, that's not a malafa. It's changed. It's transformed. There is bishul acharafiyah. It's bishul acharafiyah, bishul acharatzli, bishul acharatigun, because the matzah that we're talking about was a fiyah. So Rabbi Sai, let's just, bottom line, Chavra, before we get to the last stage of the sugya tomorrow. I want to close right now, French toast from our sugya, right? And next time you see a piece of French toast, Sunday morning of breakfast, you think, French toast, Febra, is. If you cut it off, then it's not. French toast is usually going to be cooked. And French toast. Right, it's in, it's in, it's and it's going to be usually bigger than a kazai. Unless you hold like this prima garden that makes it the shas then pashup shat you're going to wash on French toast, not because 
it, it, uh, any other reason other than it's larger than a kazayin. So in theory, if you had very little challah and you made French toast, you could in theory make a mazonos on that French toast. It is in the realm of possibility. Or if you cut it the first. It's just not common that you don't have the big slice. If you cut it up first. If you make French toast spice, then you will make a mazonos. Okay? That's a great right? French toast spice. I'm sure someone's going to come with a product. Like not a guy who has... What? Ego has spikes? Rabbi Sai, bride depends on how you make it. If you just put it on the frying pan, right? So then we're going to say that what? As long as you could still see the Torah lechem, then what? Then what? As long as it's not within the realm of cooked. And not within the Shaila of Tigun, so then it would stay Hamotsu. Meaning, I didn't put a little oil in it. But if I do enter into the Shaila of Tigun, then I have a serious something. And most of the time, the Matzah Brayatebra is going to be less is Tigun and is going to be less than a Kazayis. So on Cholomoy Pesach, you are going to remember me when you're served for breakfast, matzah brai. So either you're going to wash, or what are you going to do, Chavra? What Rav Shlomo Zalman said. You're going to make sure that this is not a Tigun Shaila, and this was absolutely mispacho, and you'll cook it another way. The problem is, you're not always in the kitchen. You're not always involved in the process that it was made, so you're going to have a suffix by matzah brai, so then, stay out of that topic, either don't eat it, or at, wash, or be yoytz in the sheet of the gra and cholamayid, have some matzah for seven days of Pesach. Which leads me to the last part of the Sugya Chedra. And that is, uh, matzah lasagna, matzah lasagna, matzah lasagna, is, I'm not worried about bigger kazais. Oh, yeah. These are full Only going through to go. Yeah, it's huge. I was just wondering if Papa Rizani is even cooked. No, no, the matzah is not The matzah is not Matzo lasagna? Yeah. I found it. What's that a kazayas? I mean, for that kazayas. What? We're not going with the prima gorda. I mean, what's that? Matzo lasagna is portion cooked, right? It's sitting in sauce. The process for matzo lasagna is as follows. Uh, I'm going to be very honest with you. <laughs> I did not grow up eating the brothels. 
Do you soak the matzah? Dip the watch in water. Not going to change it. But you're cooking it in sauce. Okay. Next. I bought my sister-in-law. I have to get this. Okay. Last stage of the suya. Wow. That's not bad. mom is just straight up like sugis. No, I'm saying that's great. This is like Lamaisa. Right side, the last stage of the sugya is at the end of the day, Chevra. What's with Rashi? Like, we have to have a sport for Rashi. So the Tzlach had an absolute huge chiddish and had to read this Gemara, Lafi Rashi. I have a little bit of problems with this Tzlach. Um, and the Tzlach himself is problems with his chat in order. But again, he's trying to save Shitas Rashi. But whether or not you like this for the Shita of Rashi or not, the Yusoyed HaDavar is a tremendous Lumdish piece from the from Itzel of Petterberg or the Zecher Yitzchak. Rabbi Yashiv quotes it on our Adaf Chevra. And the Tzlach is really handling the same child. We have to go right now and shift gears and go back to the Sugyo of The Rishonim asked the Kasha on Rashi, how could Rashi say the case of Lokot Mikulan is is what? Minochis, hello, the Gemara told us that you're able to be Yitzah, the mitzvah of matzah over here uh, with, with this mincha. And a mincha is not able to be eaten the whole Moshevos. So therefore, that's a problem with Shitas Rashi. In addition, in addition to that kasha, there's a few other kashas that Tzlach points out. In the Gemara Sachim, there's a machlekes tanoim if lechem oni excludes matzah ashira. What's matzah ashira, Chevra? Bread that was needed in oil. Right? The Gemara says also lechem oni is memayit and excludes lechem that's not eaten when you're in a shas of aninus. Both of these limitations do not apply to a mincha, which is another kashan rashi. You can't eat carbon mincha when you're in oinin, right? When you're in that period before avelus 
after you experience the relative dying, you're not allowed to eat kachin. Right? And also, this mincha is being mixed with oil. So what? It shouldn't be, you shouldn't be able to be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah, not only because of Moshavos, but because of these exclusions as well. Finally, ask the tzlach of Bam Kasha. The Gemara Imsachim and Aflamid Chesam Ibez tells us that in order to be yoyed to the mitzvah of matzah, you need matzah haruuyah l'shivas yomim. Matzah that potentially could be eaten all of Pesach. Frech Mincha? Mincha is going to become looser. This is not matzah haruuyah l'shivas yomim. So for all of these reasons, Rashi is even more problematic than we thought. This doesn't fit the criteria of matzah whatsoever. So everybody say, Tomorrow, Mir Tzashem, you'll see the Tzlach, you'll see what Rabbi Yash is Mechadish, and you're going to be Mishadish, a big sugya. Don't get up for a second. I need to give you a little bit of background. I'm closing with this, Pepper. The Gemara in Kedushin, and the Aflam one of the most Gishmak Sugyas, this is one of the most Gishmak Tzlachs in the Sex Kedushin. It's Tzlachs in Kedushin, Lama Chesim and Al. The Gemara in Kedushin talks about when they came into the Midbar, when they didn't have when they didn't have matzah, what they used for those years of matzah, what they used for the mitzvah of matzah before they came into Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says that they must have had leftover even after the month stopped dropping because they still had leftover before they came into Eretz Yisrael. That's the Gemara answers. Gemara is talking about the sugya of their chadash. They weren't able to uh, uh, get from the new crop before the akrabasa omer. So had they real to the mitzvah matzah. So that's the Gemara in Kedush Lam Chesas. Chesas there quotes the Yerushalmi's kash. Yerushalmi says, "I don't understand. What's the problem? You should have and be able to eat the matzah of chadash. Why?" Why don't we just say, Essay Doiche Kolosens? The mitzvah of matzah should be Doiche the Yisr of Kolosh, and the Gemara should have never had a kash. Okay? Taisus gives two answers to that kash. Okay? In light of this plot, and in light of this background, I want you to analyze this Taisus and then bring it back to our Sugya Mitzvah Shem, and we'll close up the Sugya, probably have early shear tomorrow to close up the Sugya and start the next sugya, which is even more gishmak than this sugya.